You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome back, my old friend, you. Old friend, I was just on your fucking show like a week ago. No, it was like two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I miss you. I'm clean. I'm I clean. missed you too. I miss you. Oh, thank you so much. How's it going over there in Missouri? <sighs> Missouri? You know I'm in Indiana. <laughs> I know, but you got a tongue piercing like someone from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what is trending right now on twitter oh boy this is uh, how i find my culture topics. cancel no call it right no. cancel culture culture we're not, cancel we're not, we're not doing that this episode it says someone has unearthed old wilkins coffee commercials made by jim henson which involved what? unfortunate things happening to a puppet who doesn't drink the brand and the first one is a puppet saying do you drink wilkins coffee and then dude says no and the dude pulls out a revolver and shoots the puppet in the face what <laughs> that's an old commercial if you look at any old commercials back in the day they are works of art my friend they are beauty in the making i would say because i believe we need that like Commercials now are good. I saw a commercial the other day where it had like there was a dude driving in a car and it was it was um different. I guess it, what it, what you would say his wife was uh, of a different ethnicity. So that was amazing to me. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, times have finally caught up to her. It's showing like that's an actual thing. Yeah. I'm glad TV finally caught up it's about 20 years late. Thanks. Um, but back in the day, commercials were brutal, dude. Like, uh, you know, the infomercial dude sits down on his couch. He's got like a thing of popcorn. Does this ever happen to you? And then he throws his whole popcorn up in the air. It's, They're outrageous. Why don't we have those anymore? Where did they go? <laughs> there used to be a guy that would sell you knives at three o'clock in the morning. Like, I own a whole damn knife store. I bought over 10,000 knives. And the reason why is I'm selling all my knives is because my wife has left me because I have 10,000 fucking knives. Like, you'd be like, oh, this is a good commercial. It's going to be. Yeah. Quiet. It would start. Did your wife leave you last night? <laughs> right. <laughs> it'd be like, run out of Kleenex to wipe away your tears. Get these brand new knives. <laughs> Did your wife leave you last night? Well, here's a tip. Buy this 50-inch buck knife for now $29.99. And what will happen is you can slice that bitch's head off. And it's like, that's how the commercials went. <laughs> that's how the commercial have you ever been trapped inside of your house with a psycho killer on the outskirts? And it shows like a person inside their house, like, go away. And the guy's like, hello. We're just selling Girl Scout cookies in the neighborhood. It's like, have you ever been berated by Jehovah's Witnesses? And it's a bunch of Jeho Do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior, oh. Jesus Christ? And it's like, well, here's a way to defend yourself. Rainbow brass knuckles. They'll keep those <laughs> Bible beaters away from your home when you beat them in the face with your brass knuckles. And I'm like, I love these commercials. Uh, some of my favorite commercial, there's like the, the Tootsie Roll commercial. Everything turned into a Tootsie Roll in it. And I had the, you know, Tootsie Roll power with the chocolatey chew. Tootsie Roll, I think I'm in love with you. Right? Remember that? Yeah, so you're too young, man. 
I grew up with 80s commercials, right? And then the, 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 the dude, I saw the original. Hey, Mr. Al, how many licks does it take to get to the center That's of a good one? I like that one. Let's find out. One, a two, two, three, three. It, it takes exactly 274 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. And let me tell you something. After oh, I did that, you know you who did it. You know who ruined it for me? My brother goes, you know, that just depends on the lollipop and how much saliva you have in your mouth. So it's going to be different per <laughs> lollipop and different per person. And I was like, so I just spent the whole what hour of my day just licking and actually counting it, making sure I did not lose count. He goes, yeah, you basically just wasted a full on hour. I was like, honestly, it wasn't that much of a waste. Cause the only thing else I was going to do is like, probably like just watch paint dry. So it's fine. <laughs> you got to think now, like how fast society has progressed to the point where what keep, what keeps you entertained. And even the things like, if you look back like 10 years ago, when I see games now, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, remember Pac-Man was like the revolutionary thing? And it's like now you have – Remember, once again, look who you're talking to. I had an Atari. are not even entertained by killing a hooker in a video game, <laughs> sleeping with the hooker's sister, and then jumping out of a five-story window while landing inside of a helicopter, then piloting down to a 1978 1978- Ford Mustang, then driving that Mustang onto a yacht, doing a major cocaine drug deal, and then jet skiing back to land just to beat up bodybuilders on the beach. That is in Grand Theft Auto what you can do. And guess what? That doesn't even keep kids entertained now. They got to be on Facebook, got to be on Twitter, got to be on all these other things too. And I'm not trying to sound old, but it makes me wonder, like, eventually we're going to get to the point where none of that, nothing is going to keep our time occupied. And that just, I think either creates depression or just creates a overwhelming urge in people to go and try and do something or make something. And then eventually you have people that are making things that shouldn't be making things. I think that's absolutely fucking nuts because I grew up in the eighties, right? I lived through the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands. And like now, like, right now we're in the 2020s or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And there is so much variety and options for someone to do. It's like insane. I mean, in like I said, you talk about video games. Yeah, in 1983, when I was like six, I was playing like Atari. And like, yeah, I was playing fucking Pac-Man and Pong. And that kept me busy. Oh, you know what I did? I actually went outside and I fucking played with my friends. Like yeah, you had right. like poop on a stick and you chase somebody with it. That was always fun. Uh, no, I never, I never did that. You have not lived, my friend. When you're oh. running from dog shit, that is insane what? amount of fun. But you know what I mean, right? So it's like you said it, like Facebook, Instagram, mo- mobile phone games, this and that. I didn't have a fucking mobile, I didn't have a mobile phone game, I didn't have any of that shit when I was younger. You had to be like creative, and like you had to like, you know, it's like. It's like the old saying, like you can buy a kid like a $200 toy and then like you take a fucking bowl and a fucking wooden wooden spoon out of your kitchen and they fucking play with that for like three hours and they only play with your $200 toy for like a minute, right? You got to use your imagination, man. So that's what's lacking in uh, today's society is imagination because there's so much shit out there, you know, and everybody's like fucking zoned, right? Everybody's zoned in. Yeah, but I feel like it also gets hard. Like you ever try and – um create something and you have like a really good idea then you write it down and you realize you just took bits and pieces off of different ideas or things that you've seen and put it into one that's what you do that and it's not stealing per se it's still being creative because another idea helped you be creative 
even in, it's even it's in your own way right it's not com- unless you're completely thefting it right it's your if it's not identical it's still you being creative and you having a creative outlet hence even if you copy it halfway maybe the second time you do it a little less the third time the fourth time when you get to the tenth time it's 100 percent creative and your vision oh my god i just had a great movie idea imagine a hot tub that goes back in time oh boy think about it it's already a movie and then we get the guy <laughs> who played edgar Allan poe to be one of the characters in this movie we're gonna call it oh, oh my god hot tub time machine think of it that's a perfect movie pitch i gotta write that down before someone uses it okay but you could take that concept and instead of using a hot tub you could use something different i mean come on dude a delorean back to the future hot tub time machine or event dude fucking avengers endgame fucking stole the storyline from back to the future they just did it in a different way there you go is it because of the time period that movie came out is why it's so popular you think now or do you think it's just that everyone has well let's say back to the future for instance that movie came out in like a very crucial time period but it somehow slipped to be like this main trendy thing where everybody knows back to the future everybody's seen it everybody's seen jaws were those people those directors really ahead of their time creating movies back then that have lasted an impact or is it something that we can all relate to such as wanting to go back in time or such as being afraid of sharks or such as like maybe that's why star wars is so popular people have an aspiration for wanting to go into the future is it that concept that they're preying on that initial thing i feel like is installed inside of all of us which is either a certain fear or a certain like that's what fear used to be fear used to be this thing like uh it's instinctual inside of us to make you question things to be like maybe i shouldn't pet that saber-toothed tiger because it's gonna bite my hand off but now we've taken that and we've turned it into this manipulative thing of your mind where it's like in your head you're like maybe i shouldn't tweet this because this is going to be offensive to somebody or maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't say this because maybe it's going to hurt their feelings there's those warning signs but now we've manipulated it into something that's like now everyone's just to be afraid to think or talk or do anything because so you want to you want to talk to gina obviously right i don't i don't know who she is and you want to talk about the Gina Carano incident that happened last week where she got let go from Lucasfilm because of tweeting uh, her political views. And basically she, and it wasn't the first tweet. Okay. She basically compared it to the Holocaust. <laughs> so, um, so that could be considered a very, very Okay. Then I'm going to cancel topic. anybody that relates anything to something somebody did that was bad to Hitler. Cause you know how many people use that as a reference? Oh, that's as bad as Hitler. It's like, okay, why is that guy? Did he slipped in the system? I know he did a horrible thing, but there's plenty of people out there that are way worse than him. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I just think it's a, you know, the can't, like I said, she, and she got canceled. Like I said, cancel culture is like really big right now. But she got picked and, up for another movie deal. She did. She didn't. She did. So here's the difference between cancel culture, how everyone uses it, is that you'll never be able to work again. It's not saying you're going to be worked. You're never going to work again. It's saying that whatever you were originally doing that they got fired from, you are canceled from. You're not on that anymore. You can still do more work. Some people have gotten that misconstrued. Yeah, she's canceled from Star Wars. I mean, they have stopped her toy line. Every, everything has been halted 
Do you want to be a toy though? Like, do you? I would really, love to be a, you a would, Star Wars toy. Imagine oh, yeah. a kid is discovering their body, and they use your action oh, figure to do okay. so. If that's hey hey, you know, I say this all the time. If you can get a little entertainment from me, any way, shape, or form, talking behind my back, making fun of me, uh, whatever job my job is done that answer will change when i tell you there's a 40 year old guy in a bathtub playing with you acting like you're a gi joe that's fine i helped him out i helped him out play make believe once hmm what did you say using his imagination that brings me back to my bathtub days what did i do in the bathtub yeah i had my star wars guys or toys in the bathtub pretending making up stories using my imagination does anybody take baths anymore i think everybody takes showers right i know a lot of people that take baths and to me it's disgusting what's oh because you're in filthy water right well it's just like i don't i i don't how many people clean their asshole 100 (laughs) percent? like i'm just saying no you there's a little there's a little shit speckle still in there i guarantee you it's like when i was going to the bathroom bathroom, my friend it's like when i go to the bathroom i will use twenty thousand pads of toilet paper just because you're clean. wiping and it's it there's nothing else that's being shown it doesn't I'll use mean inside wi- of wi- your i'll use i'll uh, use the wipe the the moist you know the no no you know what i'm talking no. about even the bidet has on their uh commercial <laughs> the commercial even says in the bidet to get all the spots that you think you 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 haven't gotten and that's the aspect of inside of you there's still stuff that in there that your hand can't go up and reach that your fingers probably could if you really did went into that weird style of things that when you sit in a bathtub it's all the water's gonna go and flush that out so i'm like you're just gonna be sitting in your own shit that's why people have bath bombs because they don't want to see their own shit flying in the bathtub. They want to know that they're soaking in a purple or bluish glitter thing. Maybe they do what I do. Because as an adult, if I do take a bath and I just want to like relax in some like hot water, when I'm done with the bath, drain the water, and I take a shower immediately after I'm done taking a bath. That makes me feel more clean. What's the point of the bath? Because it relaxes you. Because you're sitting in warm, like oh, hot. I like hot Get water. a therapy stress ball oh, or something, dude. <clears throat> Dude, that that could be therapy. Sitting in just hot water. Sit in the shower, then. Sit in the shower. No, it's not the same. Yes, it is. I have a shower no, chair. No, it's not because the the water's only hitting you at one spot. When you're in the bathtub, you're completely soaked. That's when you rotate, like a fucking taquito on a roller at Seven Eleven. You rotate no. yourself, Leia. No. <laughs> you got to. No. I'm rotating shit. I'm gonna take a bath and then I'll take a shower. Anybody listening, tell me if that's what you would do. Take a bath, then just take a shower. That's like pooping after you get out of the shower. And then your fucking thing that you just told me, asshole shit, you can get spillers out. (laughs) That's fine because you take a shower after. I would expect nothing more from a Mr. Rogers fan. (laughs) He's a saint. No, he's not. Saint. I have. I don't give a shit what your fucking psychic said. I don't. I don't give a fuck. He's a saint, and he's never done anything to any children except educate them and entertain them. Pick if I could. If I could give you the option to pick one thing from your childhood to bring back, what would it be? It could be a TV show. It could be a a, a food that is now not available anymore. Um, oh, anything. A food, Elio's Pizza, but that might be an East Coast thing. <laughs> 
What do you mean that, that might be an East Coast? It's called Elio's Pizza. It was a frozen pizza. And it was the one that came in like square. I don't, so I, I, I've never seen them here in Indiana. It was like squares and you could break, you know, they broke into like three pieces and it was like frozen. You put it in the oven and oh my, it was my favorite pizza when I was a kid. Elio's Pizza. This is so an if anybody's question. ever heard of it, let me know. This is an important question. How do you do you like the little pizza squares, like the really, really thin crust pizzas, the one Ooh, that's like yeah. paper? That's yeah, terrible. A, yes, oh, my the, God. Yes, you bite yes. into it. It's like shattered glass. No, 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 no. Here in Indiana, there's a place called Pizza King. Best thin crust pizza. Yeah, the little old little squares. Oh, I love it. Love it so much. Yeah, I'm a big pizza guy. I love pizza, man. So I, I love the the thick crust Chicago style, New York style, Brooklyn style. Uh thin crust hand tossed i like it all i bet you do like it hand tossed oh boy <laughs> yeah it's funny it's like people are like i'm surprised how much food is really popular in today's world like not even what a year ago we were fighting over a popeye's chicken sandwich and then a, a whatever a chick dude those sandwiches were so good and then on <laughs> twitter whatever someone put up the arby's mountain of meat sandwich and it looked like when you get your pizza, but the guy, as he was carrying it to your steps or to your door or whatever, he just shook it up in the box. So it's all the slices are all over the place. Um, <laughs> that was a thing we had at Domino's or whatever. You had pizza insurance where it was yeah. if your pizza got ruined on the way to your house or whatever that you how many people are ruining their pizza on the way to their house? If you got into a car accident, I could see. But if you slip on your steps, oh, with an extra ten dollars, you'll have pizza insurance. How many people bought into that like that is just nuts to me it's free here in indiana so it's domino's does it so it's it's free because domino's is awesome so if if you mess your pizza up when you pick it up by the time you get it home you just bring you go back and they'll remake your order free no extra charge no nothing i mean it's your your time but uh i think that's cool no other pizza place will do that Hmm. i want to bring back if i had to choose something from my past or bowling alleys they're still around. Not like how they used to be, though. Did you ever do the uh, the, the it's, here? It's called like the Cosmic Bowl. So you do it at like you, at midnight. You show up at the bowling alley and they shut off all the lights and they do strobe lights and they play loud music and you bowl. You know, you're, you're, you're with your friends and yeah, you bowl. It's loud music and yeah, strobe I mean, lights. It's like a that, rave. It's like a bowling rave. That's the thing. Like they do that without it being midnight too. Like well, my no, no, I know. I'm just that, but... that was my favorite time to do it when i was the one the reason why is because i went bowling like a few months back and it was all upgraded like they had couches instead of like the the really crappy little seats that they had the little plastic ones and then the two that would sit up at the game thing where you would have the little game control where the ball return was that was gone they just completely made it like revolutionized it or whatever in their eyes and they made it way too new where i'm like i like the classic old stuff i liked it where you could you know i used to be after the big lebowski after i watched that movie there's two things i did i made a white Russian because I wanted to know what kind of drink that was. And it is delicious. And then also I got insanely into bowling where I was getting like 200 something a game. Like I was getting intense. Now I could probably barely break 50. It's just a skill <laughs> you end up losing, but I was so into it. Cause there's games are cheap. Shoes are cheap. All that stuff's cheap. And I'm like, it was so much fun. Because, like, if you look at it back in the day, you could smoke, you could, you know, go over to, like, the really crappy food place that's over there, get some cheese fries, and you feel like shit afterwards. But it was, like, an experience, much like going to a movie theater, much like doing a lot of old things where where now everything's all dumbed down and stuff. Like, my boardwalk in my town has gotten to the point where 
it's not even fun going on anymore. I used to have so many good memories of longboarding down this giant, like couple miles of just board planks and literally like you're on a pier, just all the way down for a couple of miles. Now it's like not even fun, not anything for families anymore. It's just this whole thing where it's like it, you know, are, are the amusement rides that are on there? Nobody's really going on those anymore. And I know because of COVID and all that, but it's an aspect of it's just changed. Like this past year has took the wind out of the sails for everything. And I'm like, there's got to be a way we can revamp this. Back. Like water parks, gone forever. You're never going to taste somebody's ass water in your mouth anymore because water parks are, you talk about taking a bath. That's a bath. That's a respectable <laughs> bath. All right. Number one, uh, white Russian was the very first drink I ever had in a bar when I turned 21. So that was my very first drink in a bar. It was a white Russian. That's kind of manly. I mean, people don't look at you down for that. Like if you ordered a mudslide and it was your 21st birthday, people are like, what is wrong with you? Well, my buddy bought it for me okay. and I didn't know what he was going to get me. And he got me a white Russian. So I didn't even know what it was. He got your virginity card is what he got. Yeah. Um, all right. So that, so there's that. Uh, number two, um, man, I'm, that's, I think that's it. White Russian. <laughs> no. So bowling alleys. Bowling's fun, but like I said, I think the nighttime bowling is good. I don't know about the – I haven't been bowling in so long, so I don't know if the ones around here have been upgraded or whatnot. Um, oh, I got a question. Do you, do you have, like, the professional uh, bowling thing where you, you know, you slide your leg behind the other one, and, and the ball, like, curves? So, like, it curves to the right, and put then a spin it goes on to it. the middle? You put a or spin do you just, on or, it. Yeah, or do you just – I just right I just normal bowl, but the person I used to go with all the time, he did the whole spinning thing. He had his own okay. setup. Like, he was he was in leagues, and then he got me interested in it after I watched the Big Lebowski with him. Um, but, I, I, I mean, I own a bowling ball, but it's I bought it for, like, two bucks at a thrift store just because when you go to a thrift store, it's like – I don't know what it is about it. If I have $5, I'm a rich man. Like I'm going through old CD albums and records and stuff like that. Pulling out, like I have an ink spots record. I have a bill Cosby record. I have all these types of things where people toss it out as junk, but it's really kind of like, wait a minute. Did you say bill Cosby record? Yeah. He has wait a, a, a stand up album. You like bill Cosby? You support Bill Cosby? I don't support what he did, but I like to, I mean, he, we can't just dismiss his whole career. You yell at me for talking about cancel culture too much. And then you go and bring up cancel culture. Come on now. <laughs> no, I bring it up. Cause you give me shit about Mr. Rogers, but then you bring it up. I'm not a fan Bill of Cosby. what he did at all, but I'm, I, I mean, you can't denounce the man's career. Like I'm not denouncing Mr. Rogers career of him being a talented, uh, television star or, or host or whatever. But I feel like there's a couple bodies in the basement i'm just saying it's it's never been proven that's why, that's why you can't there are a lot of him. accounts of it out there but nobody's went through with it. him it's because he's dead nobody wants to pick on a dead guy yeah, put on can't. the gloves tell and him to hold not. him up yeah oh you mean like they did with michael jackson what oprah winfrey did with michael jackson yeah let's come out with a special and be like hey he molested this person this person he's dead He's dead. Oh, you didn't see the Neverland uh, documentary? No, I didn't see the the uh, the child one on Netflix either. What was it called? No, there, I don't know about the Netflix one, but the the one that was on HBO, the, it had the guys, and they were just like, "Yeah, he molested me." He, Michael Jackson is dead. Like he's not even here to defend himself. And then Oprah did a big special afterwards and interviewed him longer. And oh my God, talk about well, talk it's about a, poor it's a, taste. It's a passion for people to want to pick on something that can't defend but he's itself. Dead. That's the thing is they want to pick on something that can't defend itself. Like if he was alive, 
I'd be like, okay, you know, let's, let, let's hear you out. But man, you, I mean, come on. Well, you got to think of views too, man. How many of those things are just made because of the views and stuff? Like nobody really cares about the aspect of like, what's going to be entertaining. It's the only reason why Jerry Springer's like, how is that even a show? Like, this is what gets me too. you know, I went to school for addiction uh, counseling and all that too. And then I told you about that podcast to listen to where that guy said that addiction was bullshit. You're not really addicted to a drug. You're addicted to the feeling of something that's relieving you from the pain that you're experiencing. That's true though. I started looking up like statistics and rehab and everything like that. All those people, they're there. Like we're going to, I'm, I'm licensed to treat you for heroin addiction. Okay, you treat the person off heroin addiction, then they get out of the rehab and then they go home and they pick up another addiction because the problem, it wasn't the the drug. The problem was that they, they're suffering in their marriage. So they went to a drug to get off of that pain. So then they end up going back to the rehab. That's why like there's like a, a large a statistic of 65% of people return back to rehabs. And I'm like, it's just a, it's a fucking money machine. It's just you paying all this money running either through your insurance or out of your pocket to keep going back to the same system. That's not really treating the core issue. It's treating the minor issue. It's treating the one that is everyone is worried about when the real issue should be. Why is this person turning to these types of things? And that's what I started looking at. Like the whole, everything, the whole system is fucking uh, so, like, so that. you brought it up like patch Adams, like, right. Patch. I, you treat the person and not the, right and not the disease yeah. right and you always win when you treat the person and not the disease and that can get locked into exactly what you're saying with okay so someone's you know strung out on heroin right because that's what happens right you treat the heroin you're treating the, the heroin with the person but when you treat the person you're gonna you'll overcome the bigger obstacle which is the person not the drug yeah. Right. So I, like I said, it's funny how the even something as silly as like that movie, because I mean, I don't I, I only know him because of the movie and you brought him up uh, on your podcast. But like I remember that from the movie is his philosophy was treating people and, you know, not the disease. And you, you always win, even if they die. Like I said, even if they die, you still win because you treated the person while they were still living. And that's quality of life. Right. So we talk about you know, you know, all that stuff, but what people don't talk about is the quality of a human being and what, and what is lost in today's world is the quality of a human being. And because everybody's so plugged in on social media and worried about social media, worried about their thumbs up, their likes, their dislikes, their this, or their that, you know, and people have stopped looking inside of people and looking for, you know, the goodness in people. So I think it also, problem. it also hits a point of the when it comes to like, if you want to talk about cancel culture, if you want to talk about people just attacking other famous people, it's an aspect of like, there's a statue like in Greek mythology, when people started kind of losing faith in the gods, they would take down their statues of Zeus. That's why we only have few statues left when we try and maintain them is because people just, they were like, why do we build this giant thing and love this person so much? It's like, if you have a favorite food, you eat 24 seven, then one day you have a bad experience with that food and you never want to eat it again. People are kind of doing that with like people when they're attacking on social media. It's the aspect of they're trying to take you down a peg because they don't want you higher up than them. And it really boils down to this aspect of things of when you start looking at everything that's keeping our attention, everything that is slowly becoming like it's going to need more and more and more and more. It's not only social media's fault, but it's an, also an idea of how good we have it now. 
We have it so well where people can complain about gas or complain about bills. But back in the day, you used to have to complain about trying to find food for the next day. You know, it's this idea that I think we've become way too comfortable because we've isolated ourselves from things around us, which is like insane. It's like I saw so many people freak out that we finally landed on Mars and they're seeing pictures and stuff like that. And it's like how far until we're in space travel? How far from space travel until we're colonizing on other planets? How far? Everything turns into a freaking game, man. It's all about this, 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 that. It's not really thinking in a one set mind anymore. It's thinking about, I want to be better than the other person. And it's a mentality that's funded. You know, we saw this back in the Industrial Revolution with the Luddite movement. People were afraid machines were going to take over their jobs. So people would destroy printing presses and all these types of things that were taking them out of business on the aspect that they weren't going to have a job to feed their family anymore. It was a protective thing. And we're turning that protectiveness into attacking it's 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 that one friend that you have you everybody listening you know who i'm talking about it doesn't matter what you say it doesn't matter what it's about hey man hey what'd you do over the weekend oh i uh you know i i bought i bought a new you know i I ended up getting a new couch for the you know for the living room oh really how much you pay for it well like it's any business but uh you know like Eight eight hundred bucks. Very nice couch. Oh man, that's awesome. I got a new couch like two weeks ago, and uh, it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, but I got it for on sale for like five hundred. The one upper. So, yeah. Everybody has like somebody like this. Like I used to work with somebody like this. Anytime I said anything, he always had a story that he did it better than me, cheaper than me, faster than me whatever any any every and like so after a while i stopped like telling him stuff that i did and like he would just tell me so like even though he couldn't one-up me because i stopped telling him things he would just be like hey mike over the weekend i went and bought a new couch guess how much i spent it's it turns into that and i'm like how much he's a guess and i'm like i don't know you know thousand dollars well, the couch was like 1500 but I ended up spending 500 Aren't I so smart, Mike? Yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> right now, like, right, it, like, it turned into that. It turned into him putting himself up on a pedestal over and over and over and over. I'm so smart. Look at me. I'm so smart. Which, you want to bring that back to social media. Look at me. Look at me. You know, you know what I think the problem with social media? Uh, you brought it up on one of your podcasts. Um, lately is they, they don't teach people to write cursive uh my son didn't learn how to write cursive my daughter did but my son didn't they like stopped it at that point uh when my son got to that grade uh so with social media do they teach us anything about social media no so i think there needs to be huh, it sounds stupid but they need to incorporate a social media class when we're younger to teach us how to behave on social media, teach us what is proper to post and this and that. It sounds silly, but the, the, the younger you catch it and you start it and you educate, like I said, I'm going to turn into educate. The faster you educate people on social media on how to use it, you know, when to use it. And you talk about addiction, dude, social media is very addicting. And if you educate early enough, I think now, since it's part of our everyday lives, I think that might control it in the future. Because, dude, there is, there is no education on it. You can do whatever you want. 
It's like yeah. a sex talk, but we're going to call it the social media talk. Yes, right? it's like health class, except yes, yes. But that's so because that's so hard, though, because like I just don't think we're not adapting to the fact of how far technology is progressing. You can make your social media pretty positive if you choose to. But the yeah. hard part is, is the distrust is you don't know if that's fake positivity like people that are saying, oh, I'm happy for you, but slowly in their mind, they're like, I hope you fucking die. Like, it's, don't know. it makes me think, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. It's like, imagine if I could just go to a planet where nobody's there. It's just me and just being able to do what I want to do. And I, I start to think, I'm like, the weirdest thing about people's mindsets are, you could be alone. You would want to be by yourself. You wouldn't want anybody else to be around. You just want to be by yourself, like me on that planet or whatever. But then you would get lonely. And you would want communication. You'd want that connection. Yeah. You want to talk. You to start people. talking the blocks of uh, ice that you froze human beings in. Okay, that's a foreshadow into another episode. Um, but then <laughs> eventually after that, there's also the other way around where it's like if you're around people too many times, you know, you, you want you want people around you, but then that's not good because then you get mad at other people. You start creating aggressions in life, and it's like there's a there's a give and take here. I'm trying to figure out what that is, and like I said with my app idea of talking about people, like talking to a random person for an hour a day or something, there just needs to be like not more therapy, but an overall more connection factor. And I see that happening is when you actually have things you need to do to survive you actually have you know we have it way too good as much as people talk about complaining about like when remember when last year facebook and twitter were down that was the biggest thing it was for like what a couple of hours and next you know everyone's freaking out i can't post i can't post is, is your phone working it's like the fact that you know that happened before like you know, you pissed your pants or something like that. Like it's nuts. Like people are like their expectations or their priorities are headed towards a different route. And that goes, I mean, even with me, sometimes I'm on social media and I'm like, I can see this thing can go down a bat. It's addicting. It's fun to play on your phone and occupies your time. But I don't see that. Like, is that time that you remember? Like you remember certain times of going to amusement park with your family rather than using your device. You know what I mean? You don't remember like, what was I doing on my phone for the past six hours? I think I was just yeah. randomly liking like moments, posts. like yeah. moments. Like I, 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 I say this all the time with people. It's, you know, you, right. Cause we live 365 days a year. You're not gonna remember everything and you don't remember everything, but what you do remember are moments. Like, yeah, I remember taking my kids to the children's museum. I remember going to an amusement park with them. I remember going, you know, to the great wolf lodge with them. You know, I remember doing this and like, you remember, I remember my son at, at wrestling matches meet his hero john cena he actually got to hug him at a wrestling event like that is stuff i re do i remember what i was doing on, on my phone no like no like i don't remember what i was doing on my phone like two days ago like like no like that, that's what i'm saying like i don't know it's just i'm actually trying to make a real really really good effort to try to like be on my phone less even though it's hard right do youtube podcasting so it's hard to be off my phone um because, you know, we're just so absorbed in, you know, doing YouTube and podcasting and whatnot. And ha you have to be on social media. And it's tough for me, man, because I was never big on social media before I started the podcast. So I knew when I got into podcasting, social media kind of like freaked me out. And I was just like, I'm not really big on social media. And I don't like putting my life out there at all on social media. I'm like one of those people. I'm like a really reserved person that doesn't like to like share like what's going on in my life 
So, and like, I have to being, you know, on YouTube and podcasting somewhat, but it's, it's um, for me, like I said, and maybe it's cause I'm old school. I was around before social media. So I don't need it. Like, Hey, I don't care if you believe me or if you don't, I, 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 I don't need, I don't need Facebook. I don't need Instagram. I could do my day-to-day life without it. Um, I'm fine. As long as I have Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, yeah, I, I would just, yeah, I'd rather, you know, I love watching movies. I love watching movies and TV shows. I, I love, you know, playing music and, uh, you know, playing video games and, you know, and, you know, going out, you know, spending time with my family or my dogs or whatever, man. I, I have lots of other things to keep my, to keep myself occupied rather than being on social media a majority of my time. And like I said, the majority of my social media time is for YouTube, is for my podcast. You don't see like any personal stuff about me, except, you know, stuff that I buy like with my Star Wars stuff. I'd be like, hey, look what I found at a Target or something. But like, yeah, you don't see a lot of personal stuff that I post post on there because I just try to be real private. I don't know. and And that's what people have lost, you know, is that privacy and people... Like, right, you, you know, I mean, even me, like, right, it'd be awesome to be famous and, you know, this and that. And people want that feeling, like, look at how many people liked my picture. That's, ooh, that's 500 people that liked my picture. You, you kind of feel like a celebrity, right? But you like it. It makes the, you feel good. Yeah, but I feel like if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, of like the fact of like, how many of those people are going to take a bullet for you? Zero. I know a hundred percent. I would take a bullet Maybe for one. you. I would take Maybe a bullet one. for you. Oh, thanks, and I've man. never even met you in real life. And that's the I aspect might, of connections you can make. I might take one in the arm for you. I'd take a headshot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. But I you're value good. my life a little bit lower than I value <laughs> others because you're I'm good. A to, and, and, and look, man, for anybody listening, if this is like a first time listener, this guy, Robbie, he's a good dude, man. And I've known him for, uh, going on stop three, with the compliments with there that cup the compliments. Know, everybody does this this is a good guy he's got a good heart and he's a good person and at the end of the day he he's real positive and always tries to look at the positive views and he's very very open-minded and that's what i love about you man with all the different dude why do you think i listen to your podcast when i'm on the treadmill i'm on the treadmill jogging <laughs> bad time to listen to that well hold I on well, now that the gun's away from your head, you can tell me how you really feel. But on an aspect of like, <laughs> it starts, to, I started like, I, I remember how so infatuated I was with my own life where I only wanted to be this lover. Like I wanted everyone to love me. I wanted every, because I spent so much time as a kid being alone with my thoughts and stuff. And I, I it's weird how much I was so used to that. I really hated it. And then now I'm kind of like, it's my safe zone. It's my enjoyment spot. It's my thought of where I want to think about things. But my perspective on life has changed and my idea of people has changed. The weird idea is that we are so overcome with our own emotions to want to get something for us rather than work together as people to overcome something as a good group. And that's with some people, not with everybody, but it makes me question like bigger things that we should be fighting right now. Like the reason why I've always been so upset with PETA is because there's other issues in the world. I think that they should be focusing on same thing with, you know, just recently, probably by the time this episode comes out, it'll be two weeks now. Um, my uncle passed away. 
because he couldn't get his health insurance to cover his cancer treatments. Now, for someone in my position where I have been fighting against a John Hopkins for over a year and a half to get a medication, I looked at it like I finally won and then he lost. So it, it, it really kind of put a thing in my head where I was like, why did I deserve this? And then he deserved that. It didn't, it was, I know it's weird thinking, but if you start thinking of the grand scheme of things, that there's other systems out there, people are so scared of politics or they're so into it that they don't know how to talk right. It's really a divide here. And it's like, we're not gonna, we're only shooting ourselves in the foot. We're not really going anywhere with it. That's why I was so big on the aliens thing when it was coming down here. I was like, it's a way to unite us at something bigger and better out there. I loved it when we landed on Mars because everybody was like, we fucking landed on Mars. I'm like, yes, this is it. The we, the we, that's us. Like, holy shit. Like we got to bring back moments. Like that's why I like things back in the days when something happened in like a society or in a group, it happened with everyone. Everyone was like, yeah, it's awesome. We landed on the fucking, that's why I think the moon thing is a hoax too. Um, at least the video, come on, dude. Don't fucking tell me. So, so first, I'm so sorry about your uncle uh, hearing him pass away. So my condolences uh, out to you for that. That really sucks. Um, but uh, is, is there footage of us landing on Mars? Yeah, there is. They got it from the drone. You weren't. Okay. Did you not watch it when it was happening live? Yeah, I'm, dude, I don't. I know. I randomly was on Twitter on my computer. And next thing I, know, I see that, that we're landing on Mars. I'm like, holy shit. God, did anybody know we're landing on Mars today? Everyone's like, yeah, it's a big thing. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I just, yeah, I, I'm what <laughs> people memed it too. That's how you like, people always talk about like they knew the internet came back when they started seeing Bernie Sanders memes. Well, guess what? Somebody was like the first result on Mars. And it's a video of like 20 seconds of it looking around the surface of Mars. And then as it gets to the last five seconds, it's just Bernie sitting in a chair. I'm like, ah, the internet. Oh my God. It's, it's stupid, dude. you know, because I sit at a computer all day at my job and all I hear, you know, I got like uh, Google up. All I see is Trump acquitted, Biden, Biden, blah, Trump, blah, 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 Biden, blah, 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 Trump, blah, blah. It's just like, dude, that's like, right. It's all that's like thrown in our face is Trump this, Biden that. Blah, 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 blah. They need to start oh, doing blah. like what they did when I told you about. Remember that when um I was telling you from Bob Saget's perspective of when 9-11 happened, he was inside of his home and his kids were away at his um ex-wife's house. He was watching all this terrible news of these planes going, you know, into the buildings and stuff like that. And as these towers were falling, he flipped over to a different news channel and it was Mrs. Doubtfire. And he just watched Mrs. Doubtfire that night. And he talked to a few people where they talked about watching Mrs. Doubtfire when that happened. And I think that's important that we need to start bringing stuff like that back. Not Mrs. Doubtfire per se, but an idea that you need to start bringing back things that are less you're showing a lot of bad show some good, please. Like the news should re be reporting on like a puppy was saved from a fire, like something that's going to have you start your day off with something good. Cause the issue is they're ramping people up to 10 and then nobody's bringing you back down from 10. You know, when you go and work out, you warm up and then you work out and then it's over. But now there's no warm up. It's throwing you straight into the fire and it's getting you so pissed off and pent up where it's like, that's why people are so exit social media. That's why people are so exit the media, exit anything. No, don't watch the news. Don't do this. It's because it's ramping you up to 10 and it's not bringing you back down. There needs to be like a cool down phase, like where it's like, hey, now we just showed you a terrible accident. We're going to start bringing you back down with some like 
Bring back AFV. I'll pay Bob Saget to go back on television. <laughs> Carlton, he he does the new one. Yeah, the guy from Fresh Prince. Yeah, uh, Alfonso, he posts the the newest one. But yeah, man, like that's I've never watched the news. I'm totally against it. Just exactly what you said. Um, it's just bad after bad after bad after bad after bad after bad story. And like I said, just sitting here at my desk and opening up Yahoo or Google or whatever, it's just bad story after bad story after bad headline after bad headline after bad headline. And you wonder why I watch YouTube videos all day. <laughs> well, even that, like a Facebook videos, like instead of like Wish shows you some really weird shit, like Wish shows you like, I don't even know, like, uh, like you want to talk about like GIMP outfits and stuff. And I go and click on it. It's like download the app. I'm like, hold on. Can you just show me why you're showing me these results? Like, what did I say in a conversation that led to GIMP outfits? But then even when you're on Facebook, the videos, they go from like really serious political news debates, Trump style. Th- you're freaking me out with what you're doing on the video. I know you're trying to get your camera to refocus, but all the people listening, he's doing hand gestures and like, he's sucking my soul out. Of- get over here. Like, you're- did you see the did you see the trailer did you, you see the new no World stop World? you're putting you're put you're oh, hyping so good. you're hyping it up way too much it's, in no, your no, mind. no 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 it's really good look it's, it's so better good. than the original but then there are some things about it where i was like this is going to be not as good as people want it did to you be. watch it now if I this is coming it. out two it's weeks not. ago this trailer came out like two and a half weeks ago yeah <laughs> I, I saw it. it's not bad but it, there's other important things like arby's meat sandwich to worry about on twitter rather than watching the <laughs> trending movie in mortal Kombat. I think there needs to be a little bit more of like, I like the revamp of the old stuff, but you got to make sure you do it right because I don't think it works out in quite a way that like, I would love to bring back phone booths. I think that would be an amazing thing to bring back. There's no point. We all have cell phones, but how many people would put down their cell phone just to use the phone booth? Nah, they sucked, man. I don't know. I see. I grew up with them. <laughs> I, I feel like if they brought them back, there'd be something where even if it was just for aesthetic appeal, like you there's going to memorize your phone number again. <laughs> there, there is going to be a maybe a thousand years in the future, people looking back on us, and they're going to look at like they're going to have replica models set up. Hopefully, they pick the correct time period because I want them to remember some stuff back in the day, such as like family sitting down and having dinner together rather than how we're at now it's like well then there was this couple of hundred years where the progression of man kind of stopped when everybody was just eating inside of their room and watching netflix all day instead of caring about one another and it's like when what when did the communication fade well i mean eventually they just got their devices got so wrapped up inside of them that they didn't want to spend time with each other anymore and it's like oh that's not going to happen to us is it and the dad's texting on his phone (laughs) (laughs) it's already it's already that's our, it's already happened. Like you can't even go to the dinner table without your fucking phone. I tell you, dude, every, even now, like you go out to, you know, I went to a restaurant today and just, so everybody out there do this. The next time you go out to a restaurant, just, you know, look up casually and just look around, look, and then count how many people are on their cell phones at, in a restaurant, sitting at a table with other people, just count how many people are on their phones. And it'll baffle your fucking mind. It's almost everybody. Like, there's, they're not talking, right? They're on their phones. And the waiter comes up and says, hey, what, what do you want to drink? Huh? What did you say? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, you see <laughs> that happens. So. How many people are going to be left to say so much wasted time at the end of their days? Yeah, dude, the, 
once again, like there's such wasted times on our devices that it's, you know, like people say sleep. Right. And I know you, you, uh, you know, camera's not going to adjust. So you can point at me as much as you want. It's not going to happen. You've done this force pool thing a thousand times. (laughs) It should. Um, but we use like the sleep analogy, right? We, we sleep, right. I don't know, 50 years of our lives away out of however long we're alive. And you, you know, sleep what a couple hours a night, you know, two, three, four hours a night. So you try to get the most of the time that you have being awake rather than, you know, half of that time being asleep. So good for you, man. Cause I do, I couldn't live off of two or three, four hours of sleep at night. Well, here's another thing that you're doing right now is what is a problem with people too, is the aspect of trying to compare themselves to somebody else. Not in the aspect of like, oh, you have it better, than, but that's what people do is the aspect of you have this, you have no, that. It's like, I can't sleep for two fucking hours a night. Like you, I can't. Don't that's not a, that's yeah. But, but you are who you are though. That's the thing though, is you work with what you got and people don't want to work with what they got anymore. They see something that someone else has and they get jealous. That's the craziest thing. But I'm thing not jealous. Like, I would rather sleep. So there you go. See, <laughs> you're, but I'm saying with most people, though, they would be like, I wish I could be as productive as you. I wish I could be like this as you. It's like, not me. I'd jealous. rather sleep. Right. <laughs> hey, you go, you go do your extra podcast. I'm going to be fucking sleeping. If anything, <laughs> I'm playing freaking dragon city or something on my phone for an extra couple hours that keeps me up dude let me tell you something i don't i could sit here and talk trash on social media or the phone being a divisive little (laughs) bastard or whatever but i'm telling you that phone without dragon city it's useless to me (laughs) it's like me with uh clash royale all right you have dragon city i have clash royale but i am right i'm the leader of a clan are you a leader you do not want to say that are on the a, internet i can't believe clan? you just said that i hope somebody leader? sound bites that <laughs> i hope somebody i'm a clan that. leader in clash royale a stop saying game. it you're not making it what, better leader oh my god don't say that great now i can see the headlines now mike lando is that gonna is that gonna be the thumbnail <laughs> Oh my goodness. Say you're a cult. Get over leader, it, people. Say if you're a cult it's leader. Sensitive, right? Cult, cult leaders aren't bad. <laughs> well, did you see the news that came out about the Vatican? No. This so, was just recently because they're still doing open confessions and they people talking to other people, but they refuse to wear masks because it's part of their religion. Now the camera focused. Finally, 40, 50 minutes into a podcast episode. Congratulations. <laughs> the hand trick. Him. It works. He got it. David Copperfield style. Um, for people watching the video, that's going to be funny for you. For people with audio, you're going to be like, what the hell just happened? Uh, <laughs> but the Vatican, for instance, they had something that just came out about their people refusing to wear masks or wear stuff that covers up their face because it's against their own views and their own religion. What? And so now they're, people are looking at them like, hey, you got to wear masks because this is what we're doing to open back up a society. So you're not following the rules, but they're like, that conflicts with my own emotions and feelings. So the way they're solving that is all the people that are priests in there that don't want to wear masks and go into the confession booths to hear people, they get put onto a different job that has less interaction with the people, which is now creating a conflict. And I'm like, this is this is not the only time you're seeing this. You saw this with everyone. Adult, I think the hashtags that are really trending now in our U.S. are things with Ted Cruz because he went to Cancun 
And he told people they have to be locked down inside of their houses. And you just got recently uh, people took pictures of him on a flight. Like you're telling people <laughs> to be locked down inside of their homes and you're flying to Cancun. He had to fly back immediately. And I think now they're going to, he's either going to get fired or something's going to happen to him. <laughs> yeah, just wear your mask. I don't like wearing masks. Who does? You know, I, I hate it, but I'm going to do it because that's what we're supposed to do. And, and, you know, if that's what we have to do in public and wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. I, I, like, I hate, I hate it. It's funny. I had this conversation today. I, I think I said, I think we're going to have to wear masks for the rest of the year. God, that fucking sucks. Fauci said 10 more years. Oh God, please. No, I, I hate it. I can't stay. Like I said, once again, when you do, when you do the mask, cause you know, I wear glasses too, but like, so if you have glasses and the hat and the mask, Oh man, around your ears, it's fucking terrible, man. It's like when you're trying to get out of your car and you have your phone, you have your keys, you have your wallet, you have like 50 other items and stuff. Yeah. If you don't have a purse, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> or in your case, a fanny pack. Like so many people trying, what? People literally spend hours picking out their outfit and what they're going to wear the next day. And it's like, then they got to incorporate that on there. They have like 50 items. Like, dude, it's like, how, like you're wearing a hat, you're wearing glasses, you have your earbuds in, you got to make sure your AirPods, it's like a list of 50 different things before they can even go out. No wonder nobody wants to go out into the world anymore. Just getting dressed is damn stressful. Yeah, not for me. Let's grab a random Star Wars shirt, pair of sweatpants, my airwalks. I'm good, man. You got sweatpants on in public? Oh, every day. God care. bless you. I, I'm sir. to the age, dude, where I, I, I'd rather be comfortable Right. Than anything. So, yeah, dude, I wear sweatpants a lot. So plus I work from home. I work, wear sweatpants all day. And then like on the weekends right now, dude, I got sweatpants on right now. Dude, I went to, like I said, Texas Roadhouse today. Sweat, sweatpants, Star Wars shirt. <laughs> if you're choosing Texas Roadhouse as a classy restaurant, sir, you are mistaken. No, That's like saying classy. I went to the Golden Corral and I wore my slacks. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm just saying, like, I don't care where you're right. I don't care where I go. I'm gonna have sweatpants and a t-shirt on. I might break out my jeans every every once in a while. <laughs> Do you have the uh the acid wash jeans that have like the white no. stains on them? No, 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 no. I, I just have regular jeans, man. People will do anything to look stylish. They'll even wear. No, a I mean, back in the day, I I know one of your former um somebody was on. I can't remember, but they were talking about like Jenkos and stuff. And I used to have some Jenko jeans when I was younger, like the really big baggy jeans. I mean, I was. That was that was the style back in the early '90s. You just you had really big baggy jeans, and I bought them too. Yeah, I, except I bought. Um, j- sorry, I didn't have Genco brand because Genco brands those are like eighty or ninety dollars. So I always bought like the generic ones. So they made generic ones. You get those for like thirty, like thirty or forty bucks compared to like eighty or ninety dollars. If you look back then and look at some of the stuff that they have, and like that looked ridiculous as shit. Oh my god, like crazy! The, the hoop earrings and like the yeah. million dollar like wristbands or whatever on their freaking arm that went all the way up to their like shoulder where their arm yeah, cut off I circulation to, that went. I purple. used to put um like yarn bracelets around my wrist. I had a bunch of them when I was in high school. <laughs> I wore a pot, like, you know the air the the tree uh the pine uh air fresheners yeah dude i'd like loop like yarn around it i wear it like as a necklace when i was in high school <laughs> what the fuck that's right that's crazy you had that new car smell as you're getting yeah, it i did that's <laughs> nuts 
Imagine you look into the future and they're looking back on us. What do you think would be ridiculous to them now? Do you think cell phones would ever be a part of that? Or do you think they're just going to evolve into something? Oh, like it'll be something like it'll be yeah, it'll be something. Cr- yeah, like you're right. We'll hit, we'll hit the we'll hit like a thing. We'll have an implant like under our skin. You just like boop. You'll hit it. You'll hit it, and you'll be like, you'll be like in Instagram. <laughs> it'll, it'll just pop up like in front of your eyes like yeah like a like a like a screen in front of your face i could see the medical advancements in it like if you're a person and like you get a, a enhancement to where like if you got hit by a car and if you like fell and you had like a broken neck and a broken arm then the robotic enhancements just fixed you and then you were fine yeah. it's like start that is like like star wars man like if you get your if you get your hand chopped off dude they just give you a new hand it's robotic but it it works just I'm like not going to love it the same like uh, my original hand. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even cracking the masturbation thing. I'm cracking <laughs> a joke on like the aspect of like I wouldn't. It's the same thing. If you it like think of this, think of this, ready? There was an episode of Rick and Morty where the dude would make him like save his spot in real life. And then it would like if he ended up doing something, he could just revert back to the the save point that he had. And then eventually at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm done doing this. I don't like the save setting on this thing. And he goes, oh, those weren't saves. Those were another you in a different dimension that you were pulling. So you literally killed a thousand of yourself in different dimensions. And he's like, what? He goes, yep, all those guys suffered because you thought you were doing this and you were living in the simulation thing. So imagine this. Imagine if you get hit by a car. And you get transferred into another Mike Lando Ferrando, like a tube somewhere. And you come out and you're like, hey, you're back. Welcome back. Um, You died. Here's your clothes. You know, go back and do whatever you do. You accidentally got hit by a car. You're a clone of yourself. Think about that. After a while, you're like, you lost the original. It's like getting a, a, a new car or it's like replacing something that you had for a very long time and then getting a new one. If you get your hand chopped off and they give you a robotic hand, you're going to miss your old fucking hand. Even though they gave you a new one that might be better, you're still going to miss your old hand. It's yours. It was the original piece and copy of you. So there was a movie. Um, it had Ewan McGregor in it and Scarlett Johansson where – I can't remember the name of it. Uh, who's the guy who did all the Transformer movies? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. So it's a Michael Bay movie. Uh, and Ewan McGregor made a clone of himself. So you start like with him, but you start with the clone version of him. And then he breaks out of the facility and he finds like the real him. And dude, crazy movie. But like, so that's what you're saying. Like you make a, so like when, and the purpose of it, so like if you were dying or you needed like an organ transfer or something, you could get an organ transfer from yourself if you needed like. Oh, my God. I remember what I I thought about like a month ago that I totally forgot about to bring up in a podcast It's never before heard on this show before. So imagine people talk about like if we create artificial intelligence, it'll eventually outsmart us and then probably exterminate us, right? That's like probably the 75%. The Matrix. You're talking that's, the Matrix. Well, Terminator. Yeah. But that, that that's so about, what, Same thing. Not even fucking close. Well, I've it, seen it's, Terminator. It's I haven't AI, seen the Matrix. It's, but it's AI defeating like the human race. Okay, well, uh, it's kind of like the show The Orville where they had the robotic species that's really like kind of like above all things they're better than everything. And it turns out they exterminated their creators. Imagine instead of the robots that we create exterminating us and realizing they're smarter than us instead of like them enslaving us imagine if they just decided to help perfect us help make us better 
you know, help us solve a lot of our issues that we have. Like we created something that knows they're better than us, can exceed past our expectations and still thinks of us as lower than them, but decides that like you're like how you would think of your parent as they get into their elderly stages. You know that this person used to be way higher than you. What you used to fear them because they were your parent. They could ground you at any moment when you were a little kid. But now you're bigger, you're stronger, you're you're healthier than they are. So now instead of thinking of them as like an enemy or thinking of them as your superior, you think of like, oh, you need me to survive. Let me help you. And it's helping them. You know what I mean? Imagine if the robots did that. Instead, they evolved to a point where like, instead of exterminating us and realizing we're bad, they decided to help perfect us and try to figure out ways to fix us. I would like a version of like C-3PO from Star Wars, except, okay, like you said, like, but like the nanny type. So like, right. So you're ready to light up a cigarette and he's like, sir, Sir, uh, 200 out of 300 people die of lung cancer a year. Right, it gives you like a statistic. I wouldn't light up, sir. Please, please save your life, sir. Right, and it just keeps spewing stuff at you. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. Don't you want to watch your son grow old, sir? <laughs> right, right. First right? Off. It, just, it just keeps going. It's just like, shut up. You sh- if you if you light up, you will not outlive your father's age. Right, it just keeps like spewing shit. Damn, at you. he attacked you with that emotional like, side of things. And then you're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Very For, good, sir. First off, <laughs> that was a terrible fucking example to my awesome thing. Thank you. What? I would. I don't think a. I don't want a robot that's supposed to be way better than us in every single way, smarter than us, trying to save the human race to be like, don't light up that American spirit cigarette. No, I want him to be like, let's start fixing your starvation issues. Let's start fixing your a lot of your conflict that's happening, your addiction issues. Let's fix those issues. I want to see a robot. First of all, I swear to God, if they're better than us, they're not talking like C-3PO. They got to be talking like a normal person or something. But finding ways to fix us and make us better, like even therapy bots or something where they're like, what do you feel like you should be doing? It's like, well, I don't really know. I feel like I should be doing this, but I have this job to work on. It's like, well, maybe if you try and prioritize and let's make a list and then they figure out a list for you to be able to th- helping people in that but, scenario of things. But the robot must be programmed by a human being. Hence, it will always be flawed. Well, do you think eventually that they would evolve to a point where they would just keep creating themselves? Oh, robots making robots? Is yeah. that where we're going? Well, you got to think if they've surpassed us in every way and they consider us inferior, but not to the point where they want to exterminate us, but more like when you look at your dog, it's kind of like you want to make sure you help it survive. And that's what they would do. They would want to make help us survive. So they would just keep creating. Yeah, once again, the robot jumps in. Sir, are you sure you want to feed your dog that brand of food? You should feed him this, sir. He will live. They're not going to be making adjustments like that. (laughs) They're going to be fixing like political issues no, and no, shit. They're going to be you think he gives a hell about what your dog eats benefit or not? And then once again, right? They're all, the whole family's in the living room and here comes the robot. Father and mother, perhaps you should put your phones down and spend time with the children, sir. Oh, fuck off. Sir, you should give little Karen more attention. She really needs you right now and is going through a tough time. I'm For- telling you. That that might help. <laughs> See? So, but I wouldn't have him talking like that. I would be like, sir, 
maybe you should spend some more time with your family. Ah, uh, fuck off. I'm watching Netflix. And then the robot just comes over, takes the remote out of your hand and goes, I said, why don't you spend more time with your family? It's like your voice got really deep and your eyes went red. If you don't spend time with your family, I will terminate you. I see well, that's how they take us over. Like put a Mike Tyson robot. Like <laughs> you're not going to say no to that. You're just going to be like, okay. Man, they really got your face tattoo right. <laughs> don't watch Netflix. <laughs> see, that becomes an issue though, because if you start making robots that look like people or look like famous people, the people are just going to be fucking them all the time. Please don't watch the Netflix, Lieutenant Dan. Stop. Stop. No, don't ruin Forrest Gump. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, we could have nanny, nanny robots who help us in everyday lives. But that's the whole thought of what the aliens are, is maybe that they're here to help us, or maybe they've been helping us for a very long time. Maybe it's not just the fact of, like, Mars attacks where it's an extermination thing. You, you, you think it's like they... You ever seen the movie They Live with uh, Roddy Piper? No. Ooh. Okay, since you're, like, really into, like, aliens and conspiracy theories, you would absolutely love this 80s movie. First they off, live. what are we talking about conspiracy theories? What is a conspiracy? Will you let me finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. No, okay, so they live. The premise is there are aliens living among us, but at the very beginning, there's these sunglasses, and the only way you can tell them apart from humans is if you have these sunglasses on, and you can see what they really look like. Please tell me you're going to watch it. So like it's an 80s movie. They live. There's a very, very classic fight scene. It's got the goat, the, the guy from Ghostbusters. Is it Ernie Hudson? I think it's Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson and uh, Roddy Piper. They have a classic fight sequence where they like fist fight and there's no cuts. There's no cuts in the fight sequence. Very famous, like 10 minute fight sequence. So you can't was, see them without the eyeglasses? The, 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 the aliens or whatever oh you love it you would love this movie glad to know i can't fight extraterrestrial beings without my fucking aviators thanks there you go <laughs> and i didn't spoil anything because you, you you know you find that out real early uh, in the movie like alien uh, like the robots would be creating things like how there's those glasses that help people who can't see colors see colors again like alien like if anything they'd be Robots would be working on ways to be able to fix us in those types of areas. Like, oh, you know, you you are missing a leg. We are going to try and create something that can replicate your leg. Like, that's the whole fear of stem cells was that it was injecting blank cells into you. And it was this, you know, supposed to fix certain problems. But hopefully in, coming up in the future, I'm going to get some more people that study uh, PhD papers on stem cells because I want to learn a little bit more about them, um, mostly on the aspect of – I, I get why people are afraid and kind of rejected to it because the idea of getting them is pretty difficult and kind of weird to our minds. But sooner or later, you know, putting technology inside of your body is not going to be foreign. It's going to be a normal common thing, just like, you know, eye transplant surgery or something like that is, you know, these things were stuff that if 100, 200 years ago would have seemed like the craziest things in the world. But now they're so normal. I'm like, I wonder what's going to be normal in 100 years. What's going to be normal in 200 years? You know, is it even plastic surgery? sometimes it's still like oh my god you got plastic surgery i couldn't tell like it's weird but you st it's normalized you know it's this whole thing like literally you can take skin off of a cadaver 
and put it onto your skin. You have another person's skin onto your body. That is the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's like Face Off. You ever see that movie? Yeah, with Nick Cage. Yeah, and John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. John Travolta it's... just uh, canceled or uh, closed out um, Scientology after forty-five years. What? I'm not a fan of his, man. <laughs> Mr. Carter. What do you mean? You're not a fan of John Travolta? No, I didn't like during the pandemic. He hopped on his uh, Instagram and social media and was like, hey, follow my son's TikTok. And then said his son's name. And then he's like, all right, bye. And he he didn't even, everyone's (laughs) struggling to get unemployment and dying and stuff. And he just comes out, hey, follow my son's TikTok. Thank you. And then it got off. Try to be a good dad. Just like our robots are trying to be. Yeah, but no kid, no person wants to fucking hear you talk about your son's TikTok rather than try and get unemployment and try and survive for the next couple of months. But he did close out Scientology, so now he has a place in my heart. So, so is that it? So, like, it's because that was like Tom Cruise, John Travolta, all like these big celebrities, right? We're in. Well, there's probably a lot more people that are involved in Scientology that we really just don't know of yet. That just don't talk about it. Tom Cruise is well, like a sure. major platform of it, but Tom Cruise is an interesting guy, man. I heard him talk about how, um, uh, what is it? Adderall, all those types of things are those psychosis drugs. They're all kind of bullshit. And I was hearing his train of thought on it. And I was like, he makes a good point on some things, but also there's other things where it's like, yeah, I don't really know about that, but he's a very, very intelligent guy too. So listening to him talk was really interesting. I think everyone still thinks of him from that Oprah, Oprah scenario where he's jumping up and down on the couch and stuff, but he's got, he's, he's got, a, he's got a head on his shoulders for sure. I think a lot of people get misconstrued because they get labeled one thing for something they did like the Amanda Bynes show or the Amanda show. That used to be on uh, Nick- Nickelodeon. It was like, Amanda, 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 Amanda show. Well, that thing, she was like a kid star, like a Macaulay Culkin. And then she went crazy with drugs and then got locked in a rehab for like a long, 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 long time. And now she's just coming back up into the news again with, uh, I mean, she looks gorgeous. But an idea like, oh, she's got a grill. She's got like this rapper style look to her. And it's just a white girl. So people are like, oh, it's a white girl trying to copy and steal style from her. And she's like, oh, my God. It's like. Tabloid magazine started this, I think, when they used to see something on like a magazine like Regis Philman punches Macaulay Culkin in the face. You're like, oh my God, I gotta read that. And you read it, and it's like, <laughs> there's no such thing of this happening in any of these articles. No, this is just the headline news. Like, sir, I think you should put that trashy magazine down. That whole thing I lost for a month that I thought was like the coolest topic to talk about. You have ruined it. And with one fucking example, thank you. C-3PO really like, that's my question in star Wars besides Luke kissing his sister was an aspect of you create a robot that talks with pauses. Like why is he pausing for effect? I don't know. I am fluent in 6 million forms of communication Except normal speaking. <laughs> normal speaking, you can't make a sentence without making me like, you know, how, imagine if a bomb was about to go off. All right, you got to cut the red wire. Well, first I must try. And it's like, we don't have time. We have five seconds until this bomb goes off. And he's like, well, sir, I'm trying to calculate. We're already dead, man. We're already dead because you can't even spit out a full sentence. All right, but, all right. So hold on. So like if, a, you know, if something happened in the world and there was like a zombie apocalypse, wouldn't you want your nanny droid with you? Not if he's like C-3PO. <laughs> I 
I'd be trying to be quiet or something. Next thing you know, he's like, sir, would you like a lemon tea? It's like, we're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse right now. You're going to ask me for a lemon tea. Is it hot or cold? Hot tea. Oh, that's even worse. Why? Why? What's wrong with hot tea? Because it's hot. Oh, boy. Unless it's coffee, I don't want it. So you'll drink coffee, but you won't drink hot tea? I like cold tea. What? Oh, you like iced tea? Yeah, or just tea that's room temperature. What? You didn't think that was an option on the hot or cold <laughs> list, did you? Room temperature tea. So you like you like sweet or unsweet? I tried sweet or unsweetened tea. It's not as good as sweet tea. Yeah, it tastes like water. No, it just tastes like black. <laughs> Sometimes I taste a drink but and I'm I like, this just tastes you. Yeah. You say that, but I can't say, I can't say I'm in charge of a, of a clan. Another sound bite people <laughs> are going to take from this. No saying like a, a, a tea tastes like black or something. Have you ever had volcano ash water? It's just black water, but then you drink it and it tastes like nothingness, which is black. Nothingness is black. I'm not saying Brown. I'm saying the color black. You're being racist by insinuating that's an ethnicity of people. Cancel, Michael Ferrando. Cancel. <laughs> I didn't want to Just talk cancel. about canceling anyone. Just cancel. So cancel. Move on past it. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. The it's only thing that should be canceled is your termination of an employment at a job. Now, that – look – and. and and like, like I said, I know you don't want to talk about it, but like, like the, the thing with like Gina Carano with like Lucasfilm, I, I and this goes for any company. So if you are going to fire people, I think it needs to be done fairly across the board. You can't let this person get away with doing this and then let this person get away with doing that. And then this person comes along. Well, have you seen Mars Attacks? Yeah, well, I told you like 20 years that ago. That movie pushes some boundaries, bro. All the movies pushes boundaries back in the 80s. Jack Dude, Nicholson talking- goes, Jack Nicholson goes, um, says something, and then a guy comes up and he clearly looks like it was a female that transitioned into a man. And <laughs> do you think the aliens will be accepting and loving to male and females? That's and exactly the that line. Now you and you can't. can't- do and that's my point my point is movies in the 80s in the early 90s the the stuff on in movies is very to today's standards is very very uh, uh, offensive I, I think as a culture as a society we need to get out of our fucking heads right now and maybe go back to right because everything everything goes in circles and cycles Right. I think we need to go back to kind of how it was like in the 80s or so and just be a little bit more open minded and just know that just because we say, you know, uh, the woman, man, female thing, it's just a joke in a movie. It's not representing us making fun of your entire like people and and the ways of life and gay jokes and this like. Like you could do that stuff back in the day and people knew, oh yeah, that that's real, you know, it's real offensive, but it's a joke. It was for a comedian's like set. It was part, part of his like jokes, 
You know, like it. it the and, only thing you can make fun of now is yourself, or you can nothing. make fun of like blue people until we discover blue people. <laughs> That's what Avatar basically was. It was like watching blue people have sex the whole time. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, like everybody's so sensitive. Like, even when you make a joke, they're just like, "Oh, you know what? You hate you hate those people." No, I don't have an issue with those people. It was just a joke. Well, it's just people assume that based on the stuff we have seen through media is that people are assuming keyword. You just used it again. Yeah. Assume. Assume. Yeah. Well, people assume that when they see something, somebody saying they consider that hateful things, like all the stuff that gets shown in the news that people doing hateful acts like that. That's the issue is why we need to make this a little bit more of a positive community. And that positive starts with, showing things that are positive. You know, you don't start your day off listening to something you know that's going to piss you off on the aspect of it's going to get you happy throughout the day. It's going to make you pissed off throughout the day. So start your day off with some more positive stuff. You know, it's, yeah. listen to freaking Patch Adams in the morning or listen yeah. to listen to something that you love in the morning, like a good song or that's why yeah, we have- or listen or listen to this. Good morning, sir. It is oh, so God, sunny goodness. and bright outside. I'm going back to bed. You are full of sunshine. Start the day off with a <laughs> bacon cheese McGriddle from McDonald's or mm, something. That sounds delicious. With the little sand on the muffins mm. that feel good in between your cheeks. Mm, the little sausage and the little the pancake uh, mm, McGriddle thing. Mm, so good. All right, Mike, you've tempted my audience enough with your decisive decisions um <laughs> where can people find your wonderful beautiful voice every hour on the hour you can find me at oh, sif talkers oh. on all podcast platforms on apple podcast on spotify on stitcher follow me on social media at sif talkers on instagram on the twitter on facebook you can also find me on YouTube. I do reaction videos. All Sith talkers. Lando, you are such a awesome person. Because if you're smart enough and you're caring enough and you're handsome enough. I'm, I'm wondering where you're going to go with this. You seem like you're lost for words. By golly. Just. Be kind. You're talking to yourself in the third person. The only person that's allowed to do that is Seal. <laughs>